Shalom, shalom, shalom. This, um, this night that I'm recording, it's, um, December 30th, 2021. The time is 1243. Let us just welcome the Holy Spirit. Let us welcome the Holy Spirit's presence into our midst. Let us thank Jesus for our lives. Let us thank Jesus for protecting us, his children, protecting our families during this tumultuous time that we're living in. And let us ask for his mercy more than anything else. More than anything else, let us ask for his mercy upon us all. Mercy for those who know God and let's say have slipped away, but let us ask the Lord for mercy for, for them. Let us ask the Lord for mercy for those who even rejected God or angry at God, wants nothing to do with God because of something that's happened in their lives. They need mercy too. And let us pray that for those who have rejected the Lord that they turn they turn around and make a change. Let us pray that they're able to do this because the time is short, brothers and sisters. The time is short. And it is getting shorter and shorter and shorter. It sounds like I have a heavy heart, but I'll get into that in a few minutes. But I just want to ask the Lord for mercy during this, this prayer. So, Lord God, <clears throat> give me the, the strength that I'll need to reveal what you showed to me during the 40 days of fasting and praying, during my encounter with you. Give me the strength to share that because it is heavy. It is a heavy message. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In your name we pray. Your name is holy. Your name is holy and worthy to be praised. <clears throat> These past few days have not been an easy past few days. I um, <clears throat> have felt ill. I came back from a revival. And um, this was about December 19th. So about a week ago and just haven't been feeling myself. Um, you know, the, the very next day after coming back from that revival, I just suddenly felt myself unable to get up out of the bed. And I still had to get up and, and go to work and, and still be a mom and still be a wife. I just, you know, and it wasn't easy. I had body aches all over the place. Uh, the worst, you know, backache that I could have had and even in the middle of my sickness I still have to obey the Lord I still have to obey you Lord there, there's no 
there's no back door. Still, I'm still going to read my word. I'm still going to worship you. I'm still going to pray. I'm still going to attend prayers, you know, uh, twice daily with my my fellow brothers and sisters during our, our prayer groups and even outside of that. I still have to worship you. I, I have to obey your instructions. Even in the midst of sickness, even in the midst of persecution, we still have to obey. We still have to follow the instructions of our God. Amen. So let's get to it. Earlier this year, uh, during uh, the fasting and praying for almost 40 days, which was uh, brought upon um, through our prayer group, we had decided that we were going to fast and pray. And, um, you know, again, I have to say how thankful I am to my spiritual father, Apostle Abba, um, for constantly praying uh, for me and for my family during that period. If you listen to the other videos, you'll understand why it was so important for us to receive prayer. Because it, it, it was a it was an amazing time, but it was also challenging for the flesh, right? I had to die to my flesh. I had to reject everything that was fleshly. And that was a choice that I made to get to know the Lord much better, to get to know his character. Um, and that really spearheaded my walk with Christ. Um, everyone has a, a, a different path that they take, but that was my path, right? So during this period, the Lord had revealed to me my entire home was in complete darkness. It was in complete darkness. You couldn't see a thing. And I remember there was a lot of commotion going on outside. Remember, these are things that the Lord was revealing to me during that period of fasting and praying. The Lord was revealing that there was a lot of commotion outside of my home. I heard something like uh, the sound of mobs uh, in the neighborhood. <clears throat> and I heard gunshots. I heard um, people essentially dying, getting murdered outside of my door. And one of the things that stuck out to me during this particular revelation was the, the fact that even in the midst of darkness, complete and utter darkness, I and my family were, we were on our knees in the dark. I remember all of our hands were up in a position of prayer and we were fervently praying. And when I say praying, I mean, open the heavens praying. <laughs> okay. Because at that point we knew that our lives were not our own. Our lives were in the hands of Jesus Christ. Our lives were in the hands of God. And I remember 
uh, whoever that mob was. Um, knocking at the door. Almost as if like they were trying to beat down the door. And I remember the sheer feeling of terror almost um, and it wasn't a good feeling but even in the midst of that we know that God does not give us a spirit of fear and I remember that this particular mob didn't get a chance to even come inside of our home instead if you can imagine uh, during the um, the days of Moses, when the spirit of death was passing through the neighborhood um, and pretty much taking out whoever didn't put the blood of the lamb on their, their light poles, on, on their door, whoever didn't cover their doors with the blood of the lamb, unfortunately, they went night-night. We, we all remember that. Um, and that's not a good feeling. But what, I, what I'm trying to say is that's exactly how it felt during that period of time. It felt as if Jesus, <laughs> amen, the lamb who was slain had smeared his blood on our door on our home had covered us with his blood and protected us in the middle of that commotion. I'm going to have to take a few seconds pause to settle the children uh, because this is a very serious matter. Give me one moment. Excuse me. <clears throat> so, to say the least, if I if I can get back to the story, it's not easy when not as, it wasn't a story, but the revelation. It's not easy when you have uh, family to take care of. Um, basically, fortunate that I can even get this word out to you um, in time. Because the Lord was just nudging me and nudging me and nudging me until I could come and, and share this revelation with, with you. So it was as if the Lord had, you know, had covered us with his blood, had protected us with his, with his blood. And, <clears throat> and this mob had just all of a sudden stopped knocking on our on our door and just moved on they left they left our home so that was that was one revelation <laughs> the other revelation um let me just make sure that that is quiet here
the joys of motherhood. <laughs> so the other revelation um, that the Lord had revealed to me during this um, same period of time of fasting and praying. And I'll, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm warning you. <clears throat> when you deny your flesh, you deny those things that give you pleasure and you and you ask the Lord to reveal these things or you just ask the Lord to reveal himself to you he will reveal himself to you and you've, you you've just got to be prepared for what he presents to you um, or else you you can go crazy if you don't have a group of people praying with you and for you if you don't have a group of people around you that understand what it is that you're going through, anything can happen. So I'm just, I'm warning you in advance. If you have children in the room, tell them to go night, night. <laughs> but this, this next revelation, the Lord had even revealed to me things having to do with aliens. And we know that aliens are demonic beings I make no bones about that. Um, we know that they work alongside the kingdom of darkness. They are in the kingdom of darkness. So I just wanted to put that out there first. So protect yourselves as you're hearing this message. So I had to take a little pause there, but the Lord had revealed to me aliens. And what their, their main goal is on this planet Earth. And it's, it's not a good one. I'll tell you that. And again, there's a whole lot that he had revealed to me, but I'm going to do my best to just shorten it. But in this particular revelation, he showed me that when we're sleeping at night, and this is why it's so important to cover your dreams with the blood of Jesus. The Lord showed me the importance of covering your dreams at night. Before you go to bed, cover your night the same way that you cover your morning. Before you even step, you know, put, put your foot out on the ground. The same way that you cover your day, you cover your evening. It is even more so important to cover the night I remember our entire family sleeping on the bed um, again you have to remember during this period of fasting and praying my I was on 24-7 watch because um, let's face it my husband was afraid <laughs> um, he didn't want anything to happen to me uh, because by this point I, I didn't have the taste for food anymore I didn't want to eat. Um, so all I did pretty much was drink water. Um, I had lost a good amount of weight by this time. But the Holy Spirit w was strengthening me. And that, that's the only reason why I'm still alive to tell you um, many of these revelations. But let's focus here. Everyone's, you know, our family is, is sleeping. 
and we're in our in our bedroom and I remember um the door <laughs> slowly opening and as I'm telling you this I've got goosebumps just going all over my body uh my hair is sticking up I remember the door slightly opening the light turning on outside and I just remembered the feeling of fear. We know that the Lord didn't give us a, he doesn't give us a, 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 you know, a spirit of fear, right? But I'm human. (laughs) And my first inclination at that time was to be afraid because I said, everybody's in the bed. My husband's here right next to me. Who could possibly be opening the door? And I just felt, um, such an, I don't know how to describe it, like an evil presence that was slightly opening the door. I couldn't see anyone though, but I felt that presence, that evil presence um, in the room. And I started to hear the sounds of flashlights. If you can imagine, let me give you an example. If you've ever watched Men in Black, you remember that at the end of every um, alien encounter, you know, what did the agents do? The agents flipped out their pens and they took a picture, so to speak, and completely erased your memory. Okay, so now, now that I built up the scenery for you, so imagine the same thing happening here. Everyone's in their bed, we're sleeping, and next thing you know, I hear the sounds of flashing lights. Four times. And this didn't happen just once. It happened on several occasions. I'd say maybe two more times during this period of fasting and praying. And I just remember feeling afraid. But at the same time, knowing that the Holy Spirit is with us, the Holy Spirit was protecting us. There's nothing that the enemy can do, um, uh, you know, to touch us at, at that moment. They could try to influence. They, they could try to intimidate. But you have to remember, God has the last word. And so as I heard the, the devices going, I immediately thought about men in black. <laughs> And I, and I thought to myself, my God, this is why it's so important to pray at night. This is why it's so important to cover your dreams before you go to bed. And this is why it is important. Because the enemy doesn't sleep. As my spiritual father, Apostle Abba, always says, the enemy never sleeps, so why should we? Right? The enemy is on 24-7 watch. We should be on 24-7 watching and praying. <laughs> right? That That's how it should be. We should always be covering ourselves in prayer, covering ourselves with the blood of Jesus. Because there's power in the blood of Jesus. Covering our dreams, covering our thoughts. Because just like that, the enemy can come in and just erase everything that that God was was revealing to you 
in a matter of seconds. So for those of you, you know, who believe in dream, dream catchers, repent of that. They're demonic. You know, you know who the, the real dream, dream catchers are? Is Satan and his minions. Satan and his minions, his demons. Those are the dream catchers. That's what they do to people who don't cover their dreams at night. They come, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He comes to take our dreams. He comes to remove any memory of the Lord communicating with us at night. You, ha you have to think about it in this way. During the day, we're, we're so caught up and so busy with everything that we have going on in our lives. And the nighttime is really the only time that the Lord can speak with us, that he can reveal things to us. So we, we got to take that very seriously. Um, so that, that was one of the, the, <laughs> the revelations that, that the Lord had showed to me and I'm, I'm trying to tie this in somehow to COVID-19. Um, but again, I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you what you should do, what you should not do. But if you're a Christian, I will tell you to pray. <laughs> Ask the Lord for guidance on any decision that you take regarding um, COVID. We know that it is uh, an evil virus. Um it is a demonic virus and I come against it in the mighty name of Jesus. I rebuke it in the mighty name of Jesus. But you should also use common sense as well. Um, protect yourselves, obviously. Uh, do what you must to keep yourselves and your family safe. That, that's what I'll say on that. But one of the, the other things that the Lord had revealed to me during that same period was that it was almost as if everybody was locked up in their homes. We couldn't go anywhere. And sorry, my nose is, is stuffed up here. Um, so you might hear me kind of breathing a little bit um, heavier than usual. But the Lord had, had revealed to me that everybody was imprisoned in their homes. You couldn't even go out to get groceries. You were locked inside of your own home. And I remember the Lord revealing to me that if one would even try to open the door, <laughs> you would risk your life opening the door. They could come and take your children because you opened the door to try to free yourself to try to go to the grocery store or to just go out to get fresh air. You couldn't even do it. Again, this is earlier this year, January 2021. The year is almost over. It took me long enough to, to get around to giving you <laughs> um, these revelations that God has shared with me, but better, better late than never, okay? And I remember just feeling helpless. I said, how did we get to this moment? How, how, how did we get to this time where 
we become prisoners in our own homes. How does that happen? You know how that happens. It happens because people stop asking questions. People stop standing up against what is wrong. Um, and we just grow silent. We say nothing. That's how situations like that happen. So in this in this particular revelation, the Lord had revealed to me that there 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 is a period, and I'm not trying to say that this is going to happen. I'm just sharing with you what the Lord had shared with me. In that particular revelation, there was a period of time where our freedoms were completely stripped away from us. We're Americans. We're living in America. Many of us or from different nations. We say it's the land of the free, home of the brave. But all of a sudden, all of our freedoms were stripped away from us. Gone, just like that. So I'm sharing this with you uh, because I want to be obedient to what the, the Lord had shared with me because he didn't share this with me just so I can sit on it. And not warn the others. Um, I don't want to be a part of that movement. So when the Lord shares things with me. I have to obey. I have to follow his instructions. Um, because I, I just don't want to be that kid. I don't want to be that kid that doesn't follow his instructions. It's, it's just that simple. So. That's what I remember. I just remember remember at a certain point, those of us who did not want to comply with what the Lord, or excuse me, with what the government was asking us to do, those of us who stood up got children taken away from them. And I remember... Uh, in the in the same breath of that revelation, seeing that our children, I hate to say our children, but this is what I saw. Children were just going missing off to another planet. We didn't know where they were. We didn't know where to find them. We didn't know how to retrieve them. We didn't know we didn't know what to do. But because of the fact that we stood up and said something because we talked the the government allowed these demonic uh alien beings to take children away from their parents and um and the children were uh, fortunately experimented on many of them and when they were done doing what they had to do with the children they sent them back to us but the children were never the same Okay, that's why I said brace yourself. <laughs> brace yourself. Not not everything I'm I'm gonna share is is gonna be from, you know, a, a, a nice storybook full of flowers and and roses. There's certain things I I'm gonna share that will just be downright scary. But I have to obey. I have to obey, and it, I just felt that nudge. And I've been feeling this nudge for the past four or five days, maybe a week. 
where the Lord was just saying, what are you, what are you waiting on, my daughter? I shared this with you because I want you to share it with others. It's the same way the gospel works. The gospel has to be shared with others. We can't just sit on it. Um, we talk about the love of God, but we also have to talk about the fact that we serve a just God. We also serve a God of wrath. Those who are doing wicked will have to pay for what they've been doing in this world. It is a reality. It is a reality. If you don't believe in hell, I'm sorry for you. I pity you. It is a real place. You do not want to go there. That's another thing the Lord had revealed to me. Hell is real. And when I imagined what hell was like, and this is not just an imagination, folks. When the Lord had revealed to me what hell was like, it was smelly. It was stinky. Other people that were there around you just wanted to drag you. Just wanted to tear you apart, pull at you, tug at you. You were being persecuted 24-7. He showed me, a, the Lord God showed me a snippet. He showed me a snippet of hell. And he also showed me that, you know, I was sleeping on a mattress that was on top of a moon or on top of the moon. And this is why we have to thank the Lord for gravity. Um, and I remember the mattress that I was sleeping on just kept falling and falling over and over and over and over again because there was no gravity. Essentially, the Lord showed me that in hell, you have no rest. There is no sleeping for you. There is no relaxing. It is 24-7 unrest, 24-7 persecution all because you wanted to deny Christ. All because you wanted to be angry at him because of something that happened to you. Folks, it is time to repent. It is time to face the problems, to face those challenges head on. Were you molested? Were you touched as a child? Did someone rape you? Did someone divorce you? Whatever it is, you need to give it to the Lord. That's why he died on the cross. That's why he shed his blood. So that we could become new creatures in Christ. So that whatever has happened to us in the past does not continue to dominate who we are in Christ moving forward. I hope that makes sense. So when the Lord had revealed just a snippet of what hell was like I said no way there's no way I'm gonna stay here uh-uh there's no way because me I like my sleep I want to be able to rest so my choice clearly is to be with the Lord in heaven amen um so those those were some of the things that that the Lord had revealed to me and when I decided to to share this message with you being nudged the Lord was just pushing me every day you know do the video right share with share with the people share with my people my sheep I said okay Lord I'm gonna obey I wasn't 
I don't know. I just kept getting this unsettling feeling. There is an unsettling feeling in the air. And you know when something doesn't feel right and it just keeps bothering you? I don't know what exactly is going to take place. But I'm just getting... I'm just getting a feeling that something is very unsettling. So, my advice to you is pray. Watch and pray. And don't ever stop praying. Continue to watch and pray. Ask the Lord to reveal to you a message. Ask Him for anything, a sign that would reveal what is going to take place in in the next few days. Something is going to happen. And I just want you all to be prepared for whatever it is. And you might say, well, if the Lord is using you, well, how come you just can't tell us? Sometimes it's not that easy, folks. Sometimes that's how the Lord communicates with you. He may not even tell you directly what it is that he wants to tell you. He's, but he's pushing you in a, in a certain direction. And you have to be sensitive to whatever direction that is. But maybe that that is the message at the end of the day is to watch and pray. Be careful out there as as we near as we get closer to January 1st. The, the enemy is out seeking blood in this month of December and we need to rebuke the enemy in every way imaginable. We need to increase our prayer we need to come against the enemy stop being on the defense all of the time we need to play offense and and let the enemy know that we're watching him we're rebuking him in the name of Jesus cover yourself your family with the blood of Jesus cover your neighborhoods with the blood of Jesus ask the Lord God to send fire Holy Ghost fire to cover your home and your family, your entire block. Because the spiritual warfare is real, folks. It's not imagined. It's not something that's going to, you know, uh, it's going to happen today and then tomorrow. It's not going to happen. Spiritual warfare is every day. So continue to watch and pray. Amen. That's all for now. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord God anoint your head with oil. May he anoint your head with oil, whoever you are. Anoint your head with with oil. May he cover you with, with the blood of Jesus. May he cover your steps. May he guide your path to righteousness in the mighty name of Jesus Amen
I just had a mountain of books go down. That's, that's the enemy trying to uh, create a distraction as always. So before I leave you all, I just want to leave you with a verse, uh, Psalm 4, verse 1, which says, Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. Amen and amen. <laughs>